You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Podcast. The podcast. Uh, you, haven't, well, you haven't boffed it like that in a while. It's because you know what? It's because I can't uh, hold two thoughts in my mind at one time, mm. and there a, a little pop up came up that said, uh, "Your Proud Boys uh, membership is um, <laughs> <laughs> it's expired. It's lapsed. I have to I have to pay my." They send so many emails afterwards. Uh, no, uh, it, there was a, the website said there was a, uh, I had to click something to save this project, whatever. So I, I, it, my mind saw project and, uh, that's a P word. So, uh, yeah, project and podcast, podcast. very yeah. challenging for me, everybody. Listen, I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Expert recovery there, fellas. Let's do some. And, and, <laughs> and, uh, pro podcast hint, say the names of the hosts every episode and if you hear us, we all do it to each other, uh, so people can differentiate your voices. Because we've also noticed that, despite the fact that none of the three of us think we sound anything alike, I think there's people who confuse our voices. Isn't that right, Tom? <laughs> that is correct. I do not have an Albany Coe's accent. <laughs> That's true. I am That's from true. Brooklyn, New York. Although, One of the most I, let me obvious, say, yeah. you say that, but you listen to the. Uh, AI uh, uh, voice cloner that I used on your voice. Mm. Yeah. How, how, so for people in this, that are listening to this, I tried a cloner on, uh, on Tom's voice because I thought it's, it's so distinctly a Brooklyn accent that it would have an easier time mimicking that than it would somebody whose voice is, is flat and doesn't offer it anything to hang on. Sure. Yeah. But, it seems that I made a mistake because it does an excellent job of mimicking my fucking voice. I I'll send you the new uh, file. Did uh, you perfect guys. it? Whoa, it's I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Megan. I see how this works. This is not good. Yeah. No, no, no. This is not good. <laughs> but but uh, Tom. Well, now that we know what we can do when Pat's not around, yeah, that's exactly right. That's right. We can just script him. It's easy. Uh, Tom, uh, Tom's was atrocious. Uh, mm. Tom sounded like Woody Allen. It, it, it uh, did not. Yeah, sound it was so far much. from you. <laughs> so far from Tom. Um, Eric Wilson's. Was like Eric Wilson. Yeah. Eric Wilson's. Eric Wilson's actual one. Perfect. I played it for someone they did not know the difference. Yes, that's scary. Yeah, it's see, scary. some people don't. And even I'm know assuming. I'm, I'm assuming Pat didn't do mine because my voice is also similarly flat. Yeah, I, I thought yours and mine would both be like a, a kind of non-star. Easy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but all right, all right, hold on. Let's, let's, Tom, what were you going to say? Most people don't. Sometimes people are like, you don't have an accent. I'm like, yeah, I do. 
Oh, no, no, you don't. And then some people think I'm from Boston. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. So I think that on some level, you can confuse a deep Brooklyn accent with a Boston accent. I, I, I can. Especially a deep Irish Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I can get it. Uh, really? But yeah, I can get it. I mean, look, that whole like Boston thing that people do. I don't think that's very that it's like a caricature. The the real one is a little bit flatter and uh could be mistaken. But so really quick because t- I I already heard Patrick say it. Tom, can you say the the city the Red Sox are from? Boston. Okay. Yeah, see Patrick, this is an Albany thing. Boston. People People from Albany say Boston closer to the way people from Boston say Boston. It's because we're we're bastard children. That's correct. We don't even know what fucking team to support. Half the people here, here, I'm in Perth now, but half the people in Albany, you know, very confused individuals that are as likely to support the the Red Sox as they are the Yankees. It's deranged. It's a a really sick, sick thing. Um, Guys, you want to do quick sponsor reads? Let's do them. Thank you to Close Casket Activities. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, new, new virus discovered. <laughs> Thank you to To Live a Lie. Uh, Adele wins Grammy or, uh, over Beyonce. We got like Apple News over here. Yeah. Uh, thank you to <laughs> Convulse Records. Uh, Cordyceps. What was that? Cortisone? Cordyceps. Cordyceps. I've been watching uh, The, the Last, Last of Us. Of Us. Oh, okay. Uh, not to be confused with Cordyceps Jones from uh, the Hickman X-Men. No, the Jerry Duggan uh, X-Men. Uh, and thank you to Run for Cover Records. Mm, Drake's Super Bowl party. Mm, do you believe Julia Fox when she said that she went on a date with no. Drake and they were on a private plane, they cuddled. I was like, wait, what does cuddling mean in that context? Uh, and then they went and bought a bunch of fancy like bags. Yeah, oh, listen. Uh, she's uh, full of shit. Uh, did you see her she... apartment tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you see Amazing. her excuse for did you see her excuse for why she lives like a 26-year-old uh, a bartender? She doesn't she she doesn't believe in excess? Uh, yeah, she said she doesn't want her son to grow up to be an asshole. Um Tom. This person, I I know, I know people like her. This yeah. is just like a hustler that doesn't even understand that that's what they are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. It. She's she's full on the grift. Tom, did you see this video of Julia Fox's uh, apartment? Yeah, it was horrifying. Right, <laughs> it's like her kid's room is like I I felt like as a mandated reporter, I felt like I needed to call CPS. It'd <laughs> be funny if you did. <laughs> I'm like I like to report a crime. What is it? This kid is living in a hovel, but his mom was in. Uh, uh, what's a what's an uncut gems? Uncut gems, uncut gems. There you go. Which was a wonderful movie. Yes, it was. I haven't seen it yet. I'm only gonna watch it for her parts. Um, it's the uh, most anxiety provoking movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah. So really? I, okay. yeah, I, I've never been a compulsive gambler, but I I am the son of one, and it feels so fucking. It, it's like I I want my father to watch it, and yet I don't. <laughs> no, because I feel like that would have like he would absolutely been like have like heart palpitations. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, uh, Bob, I can't believe so you see, you haven't seen this. It's based around the finals when the Celtics were in, and Kevin Garnett's involved. Yeah, I know. It, it, I know. It built him in perfectly too, and it's based and, and on a I real hear game. He's good, I, and I hear he's very he's good, really good too. 
Um, yeah, from the Celtics Celtics Knicks playoff series or something like that. I think right, something that like right? that. And they, it's they're they're like betting on like what his like his final box score would be or whatever it was. It was like, but it was one of those things that you like yell at the, the like the screen. You're like, asshole, walk away. <laughs> like, what are yeah. you doing? It's wonderful. It's yeah. a great movie. All right, I, I'm going to watch it. I, it's one of those things where it's got a lot of components I like: Kevin Garnett, Julia Fox, and then uh, <laughs> but I, I just, in it. he's fine. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, anyways, I'm going to watch it. Uh, let's talk some music since I waylaid us into Julia Fox podcasting. Uh, Run for Cover Records. Go to runforcoverrecords.com. Somewhat potentially, maybe germane to today's conversation. Guys, I'd like to point us at the Narrowhead Moments of Clarity LP mm. that just officially came out, uh, I think, two days ago. Or, well, by the time you hear this, like four days ago. New record, Texas Band. This is their third LP. Um, yo, it's kind of one of these things. This is like, I guess I should pose this to you. Is this the modern version of post-hardcore? Is this 2023 post-hardcore? Uh yeah. I mean, well, <clears throat> look, it's uh it, it's very much post it's recognizably post hardcore to someone of my age. Does that not mean that it might not be post hardcore for someone who's 20? Maybe. You know what I mean? Oh, that's <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it means. Here's my um, other question. Is it not post hardcore to someone who's like 30? Um that's Like is there a generational wave where to some people, their definition falls somewhere outside of this. Anyways, to the three fellows on this podcast, I think this certainly would fall into the overarching idea of post-hardcore. And it's really good. It's got moments that are really heavy. Uh, it's got certainly a, a tunefulness and kind of melody to it. Um, for my money, this is their best material yet. So I, I encourage people to check it out. That's a prevailing opinion on the internet. Right. Yeah, it seems like I feel like there's a headphone band. I haven't I haven't been able to listen to it on headphones yet, so I'm waiting to listen to it on my on some. I don't have open ear headphones like Pat that are worth Oof. seven, you know, that are worth a month's rent. But um, yeah, the ones he's going to trade for uh, one of those mini trucks you get from Japan. That's true. Oh, I didn't know you, you were bartering. Yeah. <laughs> by, by, by the way, I went to. I got flowers today, and uh, oh, there's a sign on the wall Humble that, says, that says. Oh, yeah. We don't barter. Please do not ask, as you may be offended at our re- re- reply. Uh, and I said, people really try to barter with you? And he said, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Which I think is a, like a very funny move. You see somebody doing something that's like artisanal and not mm. – like, like it's not a Walmart. So you're just in your head. You go, you know what? This guy would take potatoes for this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we want potatoes. Yeah. Shout out to Run for Cover, RunforCoverRecords.com. Go get that. Uh, Tom, maybe you've heard of this spot. Patrick, maybe not. Unregular Pizza in New York. Have you heard about this place? Not from there. I have not. So I am I'm, I'm, uh, uh, vegan options, pizza, regular pizza, all this stuff. Looks pretty good. Looks good. But. But it's gimmicky pizza in New York City, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. I, I want to go to some place called like Anthony's or like Davidi's, right. you know, like whatever. Right. So uh, you know. A last name with a, yeah. DeFazio. Yeah. There we go. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, the, the gardens. De Blasio. <laughs> no, Do you think the Cuomo's need to just stop the politics and open a pizza place? 
At this point, yes. Brothers Cuomo? Brothers Cuomo, I'm going. Yeah. (laughs) So, unregular pizza, uh, gimmicky pizza place that does look pretty good, but their big thing is you can barter with them. And that makes me slightly less interested. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, wait, that's a full gimmick. Yeah. You know, know, no, no, no. Listen, I'll tell you why. He's going the other way. I'll tell you why. Because pizza is such a low cost item to make uh, that no matter what the barter, you're probably getting over. Do you know what I mean? So like if somebody was like, uh, I'll give you my bike helmet, you'd go, it's worth eight times as much as a pizza. Oh. <laughs> yes. Right. You could eat pizza for a month for your hundred dollar bike helmet. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's worth it. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, a free plug. We're not, uh, we're not unregular, but, but we are here to tell you support Cuomo Brothers Pizza. We're into yeah. it. Opening soon in Suffern. Um, ConvulseRecords.com. ConvulseRecords.com. Uh, guys, I don't need to go too hard on this one, but uh, Gel Only Constant LP is up for pre-order. Um, it's almost completely sold out. Everybody should go order it. Um, it's so crazy. It's awesome. Uh, best Fast Hardcore LP I've heard in a very long time. Full stop. Yeah, it's you, awesome. wow. you are a true believer in this one. Yeah, this one's really good. Um 10 songs in 13 minutes. Uh, Love it. Really good. Uh, goes uh, Kind of grows off the material on their split with Cold Brats. Uh, has big riffs. Sounds excellent. Like, that is the big piece to me with the with this, this record that people will hear soon enough, as well as the split material, and even the Violent Closure EP that Atomic Action did. It all sounds really good, and I think for... A, as we've t- discussed, there's people who are coming in from the the more metallic or the more current or more modern stuff that has this really big production that sometimes the grimy stuff, the production pushes them out, right? This holds all the grit, but also sounds great. So uh, everybody should check that out. Uh, get back to us with your feedback on it. Um, the other thing I want to celebrate from Convulse Records is... They do really cool label shirts. Uh, commitment to a cool label shirt is awesome. So um, they have one that's the Young Nick shirt, kind of funny, cool. But the one I like is the Convulse Brain shirt, mm. mostly because I just like the way the word Convulse is written on it. It just looks cool. It's a good reason. And uh, it, it is a brain on the shirt, but like kind of in uh, what's the, the bad guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's the brain in the uh, Kang. robot suit? Kang. Krang. Krang, yeah, 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 Krang. Um, so it's like uh, it's like Krang on a T-shirt, but uh, but better. So, convulserecords.com, mm. uh, go check it out. Did you guys see the car from Japan link that I sent in the chat? Yes, I have it opened it because I feel like my Spectrum internet would collapse if I did. Oh so yeah, okay. This is where you can go buy mini trucks for between uh, fifteen hundred US dollars and like five grand, but um, you're supposed How to go in and. Uh, you and I would have a hard time getting in it just by ourselves, but cool. but it's it's fun. And maybe this is this uh, Patrick would also have a hard time getting into it, but I could see you tooling around Perth in one of these bad boys. All right, fuck it. Uh, uh, I think with import costs, it still comes in under four thousand U.S. dollars. I'm desperately trying to get 
a ruckus over here, which they call Zoomer, and I thought that they sold them here, but they do not. There's people that speculate there might be less than 100 in the country. Um, How can that be? That seems like the most Australian vehicle I've ever thought about. Yeah. I think they, they were have, called padded Zoomer. They have some... Uh, <laughs> they, they have some kind of... Like, there's like some... One ruckus. Okay, Zoomer. Some riff of it, uh, like, okay. but it's not the same. Don't have it. It's disappointing. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's you. You come when you come over and tour. You get one and bring it back. Mm. Put it on a boat. I mean, you are you do have a flight aversion. How much? I mean, just put yourself in a shipping container with the ruckus and get back. Yeah, Eric wants me to take a a, a, a freighter with him. Uh, which, by the way, what did you do to that kid? Yeah, that was the thing. I, I didn't want to question him on it because I was like, you know what? I don't understand. Like, maybe he thinks we're dating. I, I, I don't like. I, I don't. I don't understand why. Do you respond to him? Uh, I didn't. Do I respond to him? I respond to him. I see you guys post about Twitch, like you're like, like a new relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, uh, we did a thing. All right. Yeah, fuck everybody off. watch those Twitches. They're they're uh, Eric nope. does a good Eric is a good straight man. Does a good job on those. <laughs> Hard pass. What, are you guys playing games on it or no? Uh, no, talking? we're we're in the just chatting category where we go up oh, against Jesus like Christ. women in hot tubs and guys with that paint their face like like uh, Shrek, it, <laughs> and we're getting Jesus. crushed by both of those. I mean, right? Like, so you can't. Just they throw say on- the words that you hear during Call of Duty, but without the Call of Duty. Yeah, like you can't you can't <laughs> throw on Goldeneye. Like, why don't you guys get the niche corner of ju- we just play four player Goldeneye? With uh, two well, unspoken people, you know. What I've I mean? heard now that you can. Uh, people are streaming from their PS4 directly. If that's true, or PS5 rather directly. If that's true, uh, maybe I'll just go get a PS5. Make it easy on myself. I just don't want to have this, to look at this guy just throwing money around. I mean, so whatever, man. What are they? They're five hundred bucks. Or the the. I think I can look at this fucking guy. I think I can probably look, handle it. Wears the same socks for a week, but he can buy a fucking PS5. Oh, fucking four days today. I, I couldn't. I, I have socks somewhere in this house, but I couldn't find them. And I was like, you know what? We're taking the ride together, day four. <laughs> I don't even know if a PS5 is readily available. Oh, that's someone, a good question. Someone such as myself there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't. It's the it's the new PS5. It's only for uh, celebrities or people in an emergency, or that's or Patrick, right. someone who's in both. That's right. Right. It's like that dating website for only for famous people. That's what Patrick. <laughs> it's, uh, Raya. It's the <laughs> oh, well, uh, PS5 is in stock uh, at my local Target for five fifty nine ninety nine. So wow. Okay. I had to win a, a fucking lottery to buy mine. I don't have one yet. I don't. I, I think I need one, but I don't. I've been holding out. I've been holding it's out. Pretty great. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, we've really hit all the important topics. Maybe we just call it a wrap today. Um, yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, everybody, join the Patreon. Um, uh, yo, uh, Patrick, you came with a good musically-based uh, content idea. Uh, also, let's oh, go for before it. We start, oh, sorry. Yeah. S- Sunday. Ooh. February 26th. Ah. Oh, yeah. Promo. St. Vitus, we got a couple of tickets left. That's uh, true. Only a few, handful. If you're planning to come, please buy your tickets this week because if you don't, they'll be gone. Yeah, uh, we tried to make it as cheap as humanly possible. The place does cost money to open the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Worst Possible Timeline mm-hmm. featuring the guy that likes Ska. And yes, he does like Scott. <laughs> and Ian, uh, Ian, so yeah, I want to call it Ian Finance, which would be a great like punk 
Great name. Like oh, UK, no. like Sex Pistols name. Great name. By the, or great WWE name. Yeah. Like IRS is like son. Yeah. You know and finance. And finance. You know people that you haven't thought about in a long time? Maybe like people from your high school or some shit like that? Sure. I thought about yeah. Big John Stud today for the first time in probably fucking 20 what years. What a good name. Yeah, you remember Big John Stud, right? Of course I do. He okay. couldn't body slam. He couldn't be body slammed. I remember. <laughs> Yo, I, I listened to something that was oh, it was a shout out to our next our other friends, uh, Overnight Drive, who did an extended feature on leaping Lenny Papa Papo. Mm. He died. He Randy died. Macho Man's brother. Yeah. R- Randy Macho Man's older brother who followed in his footsteps. And do either of you know what he is most famous for? Not a clue. He can self fillet. That's right. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> and I believe because was he was it? a gymnast and apparently did you know was was endowed and yeah. he could do it. Yeah, he was. He's like it's a parlor trick. Like what the sure fuck kind it, of parlor do you hang out in? You know what? Sure is. Uh. So, supposedly Shawn Michaels was mad because he's like, yo, if you can do that, why wouldn't? Whatever. He didn't even finish the job. Mm. <laughs> and, and that was a good good Shawn Michaels, heartbreak kid. Uh, so shout out to old wrestlers that uh, I hadn't thought of in a long time. So Worst Possible Timelines joining us with Ian Fidance. That's right. And uh, Overnight Drive will be there to split it up so Patrick can do his outfit change yep. um, and put on uh, his uh, uh, drop-dead long sleeve or what have you. And then, uh, then Axe to Grind with potentially special guests. We'll see. Working out details right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So uh, Sunday, February 26th, uh, w- one of my biggest pet peeves is that whole like, oh, you better buy tickets. It's going to sell. I don't do that unless it's actually going to. We're going to sell the tickets. It's going to be done. Um, and if you're going to come, come because we'd love to have you there. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, and also, only so many chairs we can fit in a small room. That's right. And so we and uh, as you all know, uh, Patrick lives in Australia, so we don't. Uh, foresee us doing this again anytime in the near future. So uh, get nice to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna get the a- we're gonna get hologram Patrick to do it. Now that we get the AI voice, we can just get uh, the hologram projection of him and uh, really, really have everybody feel good about the the experience. Cost efficient. Um, yo, Patrick. Yes. What you got for us today? All right, so uh, in the most unrelatable fucking boomer thing, I, I've said before, I make uh, proper iTunes playlists with the files uh, instead of uh, paying for Spotify. Because uh, uh, while I have $500 for a PlayStation 5, I don't have uh, the uh, $6.50 for uh, Spotify every month. I, I don't know. Or why. the willingness to just sign into the Axeride one that I told you about 17 times that I pay extra money so you have the access. But you'd rather use fucking Winamp like a fucking real 50-year-old. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. well, Tom, I just got to say, I like the new features on Pandora. I can't, you know. <laughs> I mean, so, hey, you know what? Yeah. No, iHeartRadio really got me. I don't uh, believe yeah. Really quick pause, Tom. The people, and I, I really mean this, no less than five or ten have requested the Smoking Popes playlist. So the funny thing was it's up there on our extra grind profile and I posted it as a story when I did it and apparently nobody saw it. Okay. On the extra grind. On the extra grind one. Fantastic. We'll do it. So yeah, so we have for folks out there, we have like the extra grind, like if you go there to listen to the podcast, like that's like yep. whatever, like the podcast profile. But we also have like an extra grind profile as if we were like another human. 
Yeah, that's and right. There's like tons and tons of playlists on there. Like that's right. There's the Smoking Popes one. Hell we yeah. have ones that like when we did the um, you know, we did we were talking about like uh, like having a Husker Du version of like Summary by the Descendants that's, right. that's on there. There's we did some of those for all our rights. Yeah, that's one. right. There's like the best ofs. Yeah. And then we did one years ago, years ago at this point, we did like make a LP, like an incredible, like EP, like a credible seven inch. Remember we did those? Yeah, like, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. That's on there too. Like there's a lot of cool shit on there. So if you, you find, if you look it up. I just posted your Smoking Pope's playlist. Thank you. I didn't catch that. I've been knee deep in housework. Um, yo, uh, maybe we rename that like the Axe to Grind podcast clubhouse or something. Because that's sure. where people should follow it. So uh, it's kind of like where you can catch a lot of fun stuff. So anyways, um, thank you for doing that. Uh, keep an eye on that. It's fun. It's active. It's cool. Um, Patrick. So, fellas. Patty, the, point is I make play, the point is I make playlists. <laughs> and uh, I'm making one for this uh, tour that I'm about to go on. Uh, the, a post-hardcore uh, playlist. However, I should. Can I interrupt? Yes. I'm sorry. So, you actually like? Where do you listen to that? On iTunes with headphones. So you know you can pay like ten bucks. I'm sure. And have your Apple like library like on the cloud. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) I'm tired of passwords. Trying to declutter my life. I, I just ride, don't ride, ride with me on this. So right. <clears throat> I'm making a post-hardcore playlist, but let me set the parameters. I'm not, this is not a, uh, his, a, a uh, academic exploration of post-hardcore. I'm not looking to do the history of post-hardcore. Uh, I'm basically going 95 to t- 2002. Right, just because that has more of the sound that I'm going for. Um, can we go a little earlier? Yes, we can. But can we do like '93 on? Yeah, I mean, as long as it fits the thing. So here's the deal. Yes. Let, let let me say this is in the quicksand uh, milieu, right? Sure. So so that means that Fugazi will make this list. But under protest, (laughs) like I, they wouldn't want it any other way. Yes. Uh, but something, um, so, uh, uh, like lungfish will not right. Technically post hardcore in some respects, uh, not making this list. Uh, I'm going to, so I said, okay, I've got a ton of things that I'm adding to this list. Uh, what else, what am I forgetting? And I went to the Wikipedia for list of post hardcore bands, and oh I'm going to read some of them. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, before we do, this is this is going to this is he's that's going to be the meat. He's going to give us the Wikipedia. We can do rule some some opinions out on this. Here's my question because I, I liked what what Tom asked. He said it a little earlier. To me, post hardcore starts essentially with that quicksand into another, etc. Like the rev, the rev, rev no, 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 yeah, like those seven inches, yeah, ninety, yeah, you know, burn, yes, correct, and like here's the thing, I'm calling burn hardcore, yes, I'm calling the quicksand, I'm calling the quicksand seven inch post hardcore, 
it's splitting hairs, you know? So I'm not mad at anybody. By the time slip hits, I feel like that's solidly like, is it, if that record comes out in today, there might be someone calling it hardcore to me. It's very clearly, it's something else. It's post hardcore. It's this own thing. But, but I also think, um, and it's, we've touched on this many moons ago that f- the bands that post the first wave of hardcore bands, and I'm talking the, the minor threats, the negative approach, uh, et cetera, uh, Boston bands, what they did following their style, their hardcore bands, you know, the Fugazis of the world, the, um, the laughing hyenas, the, um, even stuff like Husker do as they evolve their sound, dinosaur jr you know those aren't things i call post-hardcore right even though they are but they are by definition literally post-hardcore they are not that is not what we're going for that's right i do suggest almost implore the person who likes post-hardcore as a genre which i think is a lot like i think a lot of people and for me i'm I'm like full-on in it I'm, i'm with it i think it's a really great sound and something to to dive into especially now um i do implore people to go back and listen to some of that stuff because i think even even some of the sst stuff the Minutemen records um there's a lot of meat on the post first wave american punk post hardcore quote unquote bone um but it does change it becomes something different than the 90s and that's where we're going to do this jump off and I think there's going to be this fun conversation, which was alluded to in that Narrowhead read, of the evolving idea of what what is included under this umbrella of post-hardcore. Let's do it. Uh, well, that's the thing, right? I'm I'm somewhat hermetically sealing this by by time, but it will get us. It'll drag us into a conversation about what post-hardcore you know, literally is, as you just said, and then also what it is now. So yeah, that's, that's right. Exactly right. So, uh, right now, uh, to spoiler alert, right. Uh, this is, uh, I've started this right now. We've got, uh, into another, uh, mm-hmm. putting some glass jar in there, quicksand, but the list is, is, uh, is still, it's this playlist is just beginning. So I'm going to say, words that are in this list of post-hardcore bands on Wikipedia and everybody we're in on the, we're in on the gag. Wikipedia is not a reliable source for matters of parsing genre. (laughs) It's, it's matters uh, of anything. I mean, this is quite brutal. Um, but some of the, there's probably 500 here, so I'm not going to say them all, but I'm going to do the ones that might, that are, that'll spark conversation and also occasionally a laugh. Right. So, okay. Um, starting with 36 crazy fists. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, uh, next. I know up, they're from Alaska on Roadrunner. That's all I got. Next up a day to remember uh, quite a big band, by the way, 36 crazy fists. Uh, uh, next up a day to remember. Uh, no. right now. So here's a, go, here's go ahead. Go ahead. You could call that roughly um, post-Uncanny Valley hardcore, right? Uh, it is essentially the – that's post from autumn to ashes hardcore. Right. Um, now, there's people – Doesn't it have a poppy edge? Yeah, that was, was going to say. Like, yeah, pop punk with like mosh parts. Yes. Yeah. Now, 
this is not a value judgment. You're free to like this world. It's just not the right word. Uh, okay, but here's one that's a little controversial. AFI, yes or no? No. What about the oh, fucking big record? What about the big record? The big record is you could... Wait, which on, big record? I the, don't know. Sing the Sara. Thank you. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the big commercial record. Okay. So... Cool. No, but... Go ahead. Yeah, okay, so... The AFI material that I'm only vaguely familiar with is the black sales era, yes, right? Yeah. And, and that is uh, more in kind of like we, what we'd consider just straightforward melodic hardcore on the punk end of things, right? That's the punk. Correct. That's melodic punk really. Uh, yeah. The, but the sing the sorrow. I, this is what I'm going to say. If Thursday is a post hardcore band, put a pin in it. We'll get there. Yep then that record is a post-hardcore record uh, that Sing the Sorrow. Mm. Now, you think that? Yes. Now, is it also a massive commercial, probably fucking U2-inspired, like fucking mm-hmm. 36 layers of, uh, of fucking Gar- Guitars, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Uh, is it all those things? Yeah, it's all those things. But is it also a post-hardcore record? I think the argument exists. If so, if hmm. Thursday if Thursday is a post-hardcore band. Which, again, we'll get we'll there. Get I, I will say this. I think you, you really correctly identified Black Sales, which if you had made the argument for that being post-hardcore, I might have heard it more, but would have been incorrect. Yeah, it's, like a punk record. it's a punk record, it's but like it's, it, it's, it's fast. It, it ha- so what it has is kind of gothic overtones and influence from post-punk, but it's a punk record, a melodic punk record, and I think you catch even more of that on Sing the Sorrow. And I think Sing the Sorrow is just the big room production version of uh, of Black Sails with a, a touch more pop accessibility. And I, uh, yo, to be honest, Black Sails I like. I don't like the AFI record after that. But then when they get Art to Sing, the, yeah, I don't really like it. I don't know what it oh, is. Man. But but then sing the sorrow I can I can rock with a little bit like I I can understand that like but it's it's a different place I don't think I don't think it veers into what I would call post hardcore unless we really start pushing the umbrella out um, though I do understand your point with the Thursday comparison I just think Thursday's starting point is a really different place than AFI's and they come to sounds that are not the same, but do have some parallels uh, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bucket both of those together. Okay. And everybody, if uh, it, it, this is for, I guess anybody, I was going to say the young people, but certainly old people suffer from this too. If you think that your band does not matter, I want you to go to these lists of bands and it could be for any, t- any genre, literally on Wikipedia Nobody matters. Nothing matters. The world is pointless. Existence is futile. Don't worry about it. I'm clicking on bands that have been around since like 2004 that I've never heard of in my fucking life. <laughs> like, Name one. Uh, a Kiss for Jersey. That's uh, oh. a American post-hardcore band from Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. Been around since 2004. Never heard of that. Never heard that collection of words. Uh, so this is what i'm saying it's everything's bullshit man um (laughs) okay uh okay here's one uh that uh, alexis on fire 
Um, this was a uh, EVR band at one time, at the time that uh, EVR was kind of specializing in the very commercial end of post-hardcore. Um, I'm not really familiar with this band. Uh, they were kind enough to ask Drug Church to open some shows for them, and they were very cool to us. But I don't actually know very much about their sound. Like, I don't know if it... Uh, on those early records, if it sounds more like what I would consider post-hardcore and then later deviates, or I thought they put on a good show that certainly much of it could have been on the like high, high vocal talent end of post-hardcore maybe. Um, But you guys, you guys tell me if you know, I find them very confusing. Okay. (laughs) Tell me more. I saw them over the summer and I was never like, I'm quite honestly, I went like the back way. I went like, I really like the City in Color stuff, mm-hmm. which is yeah. the guitar player who sings like, um, and I kind of got into that first because I thought it was like, I remember Lexus on Fire, like when we were like, you know, like when they first came out and I was just like, I don't know if this is really anything that I want to be involved in. Um, and then like going backwards, I was like, oh, these songs are actually pretty good. Like, and, and Dallas's voice is like incredible. Mm. And like the singer's a screaming guy. Like it, there's no yep. melody at all to him. I mean, they have three singers. They literally have three lead singers in their band because the other dude was in the gallows. Yeah, those are wild boys. Right. You, you know. Um, but I think seeing them, like they're very they're heavy. There's a lot of melody to it. I mean, I could see it being post hardcore. Like it, yeah, it, I, I, it makes I, it has all the the makings of it. I agree with Tom, and here's what I will say. I, Tom, Patrick, you went through, and I think this is kind of a line, and I, I have to admit ignorance to some of it, but also like my, my bias and, and like where I see it. You, you opened by saying, well, I got some Into Another on there. I got some Glass Jaw. I got Quicksand. To me, one of those things is not the same, and that's Glass Jaw, and that's – it. <sighs> musical cues I don't feel are the same but I can't deny that it's that if someone calls glass shot post hardcore that's that is post hardcore you know um it just reaches a place that to me starts to feel further askew but everything else that we're saying like I think if if glass jaw is in your canon that something like Alex Alexis on fire should be in there and Thursday should be in there as well at least in the conversation. Um, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think a lot of these bands, uh, like late period records, call the whole thing into question. I think that uh, that last, uh, the Into Another record I like, Seamless. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's, there's a real question if that's not just a straight up alternative rock record. Correct. And, and then... Uh, Very thin line, buddy. Uh, yes. What's another one? I mean, the, the, some of these are... Like the oh uh, the, the people do not feel as strongly about this as everybody now. There's been a revisitation of Seamless, and I don't run into anybody that doesn't enjoy it. Right? Yeah. If if you like into another, I, and yeah. honestly, there's a great many people who would Seamless is so much easier to listen. It's yeah. so much easier to listen than even Ignore Us, which I, I love Ignore Us. But if you try to compare... People were not stoked at the time, though. Right. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. How, how wild is life? So, um, but uh, if you... Uh, the It's not as well regarded, but uh, the uh, the last Orange 9 millimeter record. Mm. Uh, listen, 
that one is it's a pretty schizophrenic record. It's all over the place. But if you uh, th- there's some really commercial moments when it hits, it hits. It does. Yeah. It do- it's got two tracks that I would say you know the, these belong in the ha- post hardcore canon. But uh, it, it's is, fa- is that the record with? Fa- I'm sorry, Pat. That, is that, that the record with failure on it? Yeah. Don't be You're a, such failure. a failure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> it is. It's good. a fun good song. Uh, All right, Pat, here's a question for you, Pat. Yes. And for Bob. Mm. Here's a here's a band that you would be like Tom. You're you're doing marijuana. Oh. <laughs> There's no way this makes sense. Here's the first record of this band. It's an EP. It is 100 percent a post hardcore record in the way that we're thinking of this. Hey, mm. Tool opiate. Uh, oh. Yes, 100 so, percent. Yes. It's so here- so quick, Sandy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Here's I mean, here's here's the hard team. part. Yeah, this is this is the question where you you identified it well, Patrick and Tom. You pointed at it. It's a thin line, buddy, between alternative and then some of the. If you go heavier alternative and post hardcore, it's the same picture, right? Like the band Failure. I, I mean, the band Fantastic Planet. Straight up, it's just a post hardcore record, but it's not. Because they're coming from a different space. Yeah. Right? They're not hardcore kids. That's right. <laughs> That's no, I'm telling you, Incubus. <laughs> like, I, you're talking to an Incubus fan right here. Like a fan. So, like, but yeah, these things are. What is it, happening? It, well, I'm, so so then me, Incubus. like. Lincoln Park. I mean, come on. No, <laughs> but that's right. That's right. I would. You'll never catch me saying that stuff. That Because that, that's just a bridge too far, we'll say. But I bet there's a kid out here. Who's like? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you love you love Glassjaw, and and Thursday, and this. Uh, w- how different is Incubus? And it's like, well, how do you explain this? Um, and it is different. It is different. Like, let's let's be very clear about it. Um, there is a difference in the sound, but to, but when you actually point at things, I think your your note on the first Tool record, that EP, it's it is that. Um, and like, I wouldn't, would you call, here's, is, is helmet post hardcore? No, uh, cause they're not from hardcore, right? Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. they're, they're from the New York noise scene that kind of, you know, sort of, but they're Berkeley students, you know, that's I mean? right. Like, that's right. It's, 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 that's why it's so that interesting. Leads into a lot of that am rep is like, is unsane yep. a post hardcore man. Right. Right. <laughs> so guys, we're deriving, we're flying. Yeah. But, but this is, this is why it's a fun question because as we're moving into the meat of this, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Patrick and Tom, I'm assuming this Glassjaw is just a post hardcore band, right? That's correct. To, like, yeah. th- there's not yeah. you're not like no, that's not a post, right? Okay. Like, like we can debate all day if they made some fucking 
like, right. Very, and, very, and personal taste is personal decisions. taste. <laughs> very new metal right. decisions at points, but uh, it's a post hardcore band. But right, it's and, a Don and, Fury sound. Really, the Don Fury sound brought to a larger scale. That's pretty much. And, what and it's is. a little cleaner. It's a little cleaner to my ear. The fact that uh, is it Daryl Singer of Glassjaw? Yeah. Yes. Right. Dude can actually sing. It yeah. Makes me go. Eh, you know, man, man, it's just too good. Um, but it's it's post hardcore. And I mean, that brings me to asking, and I'll ask Tom as well as you, Patrick, but that whole, whatever it is, 2000 to 2003, 2004, Equal Vision sound, how much of that is post-hardcore and how much is something else? I mean, some, okay, we're going to get... Like, is Coheed and Cambria a post-hardcore band? To me, no, because they're too mathy? No. Yeah, I say no. Uh, Probably not. Maybe that first record a little bit, but not really. Uh, what's the band? Fairweather. We talk about you, you've mentioned them. Are they post hardcore more like no? This sort of like yeah. pop punky. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but 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 honestly, like it, that brings up saves the day. Like, yeah, which oh, I go on, more now. more pop punky. Like, yeah, melodic hardcore almost. Yep. Yeah. Right. Which is the well. This, here's here's where we go. Continuing to the melodic side is Rival Schools post hardcore. Yes. It, yes. It, so, so check it out. It is. Yes. It, post, it, post. It, it is. Yes, there we go. Post, post. That's exactly. So, uh, to be honest, the actual name of this playlist is post hardcore alt because it's yeah. it, the, yes. the, the rival schools was intended to be kind of the linchpin band, right? So, like, and rival schools, I would consider post hardcore, but. I would make no opposition to somebody that just called it alternative music. I think well, it's if it, 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 Bob, let's put it this way: as an Incubus fan, you can yeah. cop to the fact that if you if, if somebody likes Rival Schools, they should at least listen to the Incubus record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those things are. And, and I'll flip it and say: if somebody told me they like hardcore and also Incubus, but they had never heard Rival Schools, I'd be like, you have to hear Rival Schools. Yes. Right. So, so not worlds away, uh, a lot of alt music, the stuff that I'm not like, f- for example, this Wikipedia includes records like, uh, like the ta- like the band tar, right. Which is mm. like a touch and go band touch and go and AMREP, uh, have certainly there's bands that could make the list, but like, for example, big black, again, we're talking about yeah. bands that are literally post hardcore in some ways, yep. but, but not, that's not what we're discussing. You know what I mean? So, uh, okay, let's, I'm going I'm to keep going. Yeah, no, way, I, I mean, really quick before you continue, because I want you to continue going through in a kind of the way you are. Tom, is Jimmy World a post-hardcore band? Fuck. Um, Literally, yeah. Um, It's tough, because their sound goes more like poppy indie alt than it is heavy, but I guess on their earlier stuff, heavy. there definitely are some heavy stuff, you know? I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, if Bleed American and and, and Futures, yeah. those songs, Clarity's not that heavy, though. Okay, okay, that's what I was going to say. Cl- Clarity's American. more like straight up fucking emo. Bleed American yeah. is like tuned down and heavy, and so is, and, and Futures has a lot of heavy stuff. I mean, it, it, is it not post-hardcore because Jim Atkins can sing? Well, right. Well, and that's where I go. Well, that's this wave. Like once you hit the early 2000s, all these fuckers can sing. All these dudes can sing better production, a little cleaned up, and the edges have been rounded off. Like, and, and Patrick identified this. You listen to the first two, three into another records, 
they are really rough around the edges. I think they were always aiming at the sound they achieve between Ignore Us and then Evolve on Seamless. They were always aiming at that, but didn't quite have the tools in the toolbox. By the early 2000s, everybody had that. All these people can sing. All of them are really tight at their instruments. And so I think they found this place that's somewhere between hardcore and alternative music. And then you have bands like Jimmy Eat World, where it's like, wait, did they just arrive here from a different place? And same thing, you know, it's 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 fascinating. Anyways, uh, that's a, just the yes or no. Is Jimmy Eat World, could Jimmy Eat World find their way onto a post-hardcore playlist? Yes. Yeah. Yes or no? Yep. Yes, okay. 100%. All right. All right. Continue on, Patrick. Sorry. Um, okay. So <clears throat> I just want to, I, I, I want to make this quick, this part, because I love these little side diversions, but I'm going to kill us with these. There's, the I, there's a band called American standards, which makes me so mad by the way, because it's not American standard. That's right. But, and uh, this, this band started in 2011, so they could have been, they could have just used Google, but here's the thing. I scroll through who American standards are, right? And they've apparently, you know, they played, uh, they opened for converge. They opened for, for every time I die, shit like this. Right. I, I, and like, I don't, I, I, but I don't know them. I'm very familiar with those bands. I don't know this band. Uh, I click on the, the one band member who has a Wikipedia. There's a shout out to Brandon Kellum. Uh, Brandon Kellum, who's 37, is an American musician, author, disc, jo- disc jockey, philanthropist from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. This, everybody, this is why nothing matters. This is why nothing means anything. <laughs> no matter how much of a loser you think you are, your band's never made an impact on anybody. Anybody can have a Wikipedia. Here's his early life and education. He was born in Phoenix, Arizona. He attended Trevor G. Brown High School and later Arizona State University. He works as a business consultant for a Fortune 500 company. Then he has all of his terrible fucking like metalcore bands listed. And then is AI Pat or is this real Pat? This is real. <laughs> listen, uh, Tom, here's all you need to know. He's, Pat's spitting right now. He's a staff writer for musical websites such as, such as Yum Yum Music and Arts. Look. My favorite. Um, I don't know. But this is a victory band. I've never heard of them before. They might be fine, right? I, I'm not. But uh, I just think that the fact that I am relatively plugged in and I've never heard of this in my life is it doesn't mean that this band is bad. It just means that, like, yo, everybody, nothing means anything, and there's no fucking authority on anything. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to keep going. Uh, also, philanthropist disc jockey, because he disc jockey he puts in his bio because his Wikipedia, which he treats as his bio, because he started a new metal night in Phoenix. Okay. Let's keep it. Is that his philanthropy too? Yeah, that's, his, that's wow. how he gives back. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to keep going. Sheesh. Trail of Dead, yes or no? Hmm. I only know that one record, so I'd be posing if I if I had a real. I don't have enough familiarity. Okay, I would say no. Okay, no, by the trail. I, I know yeah, that Source is a Codes record, which. Yep. <sighs> they might make it, and Madonna, yeah. the EP before that, I think is Madonna is not post hardcore. You wouldn't say post hardcore. <laughs> oh, the Madonna. human Madonna oh, Chacon. Yeah. No. So, so they have a record called Madonna, which, to my memory, has like. If we're going to consider at the drive-in a post-hardcore band, another point of contention, then uh, then this might make it too. 
but okay, we're not familiar. None of us are familiar enough to talk on it with, with yeah. authority. Um, ban- Jesus, armor for sleep. I am familiar with that. The answer is no. Um, no. I, I wonder. So where do you put that? Um, to, to my ear, no disrespect to the mighty sleep. Um, yep. We're going to file that under dog shit. You sold a lot of them CDs. You packed up a lot of them CDs. Packed a lot of those CDs. Now, listen, we're going to file that under uh, accessible uh, post emo. Yeah, right. Which is where I'd put some. But like, like, okay, for example, the, the band Circus Survive. I'd also put somewhere in that range. Yeah, which sure. is not post hardcore. Like, and, and I, I'd like one of those Circus Survive records. So sure. it's just not. It's just not post hardcore. Okay. What about at the drive-in? We're there now. Yes. Uh, yep. It's a tough one. Tough one, Bob. Bob, Bob I mean, what are they otherwise? Uh, the, the, uh, the only thing you could call them otherwise is clueless uh, middle of nowhere rock. You know what I mean? Uh, like SAS, core alternative. Um, no, it, clueless I would put it in, it is, it is post hardcore. I just don't like it. And it, it hey, El Paso, do you hear what they, what he, what Pat called you? Listen, in the middle of nowhere rock. I make Yo, the I, effort. I make the effort to play El Paso. I El Paso love West cool Texas. I love yeah, so West Texas. I. I might like Las Cruces more than El Paso, so don't crucify me. But I love it. I've been I've been to Balmora like twice in the last three years. So come on, I straight up go. love border towns. I just love them. So yeah, yeah, weird <laughs> so, places. Okay. Um. Now we're going to get into yeah, Tom's stuff. right. We we all we could have said all the nice things we want. We we still on the hit list for El Paso right now. So. No, come on. I, I, Active I, driving is a religious thing to folks from from there. Like if you what, say let, you don't like it, it's like you guys don't mess with any at the driving. No, Tom. Yeah. It's funny you should say that. I'm adding uh, Arc Arsenal and uh, one one arm scissor to the playlist. Oh, you're going like pop punk fucking version. Like, that's like. That's Poe's dog shit. I understand, but it's also very well written songs. <laughs> Great songs, but there's songs very before well that. Songs, I know, there's, I know. In the Cus- record before that's actually know, quite good. So you, that's what's that? Via? There's Via and in, no. in Casino, in Casino out. out. Yeah, okay. in Casino Out is what I'm thinking. The of. relationship of command is the record that. That's yeah, the record. Tom, that, or, pardon about. me, Bob. That's the bridge too far for you. But in yeah. Casino Out, Tom is right. It's it's like you know how I always defend Glassjaw by saying no 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 you got to listen to the Don Fury session yes <laughs> yes I mean? and that that's what in Casino Out is like for this band where you'd go right hey, that was before the Beast Boys got them and signed into their major it. label yeah and, you nailed yeah. it so uh, but it's like even me who is a straight up fucking hater of this band and always mm-hmm. has been Arc Arsenal yes. and One Arm Scissor are just truly well constructed songs is Arc Arsenal the doom 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 hey damn dude that's a great song you know what Tom I'll say it like this the, at the driving stuff I, I'm familiar with I've listened especially relationship with command um, it's that they're clearly talented and clearly have a command of what they're doing they just take the songs into places that I'm like, oh, why'd you do that? Oh, yeah. And it's just like a few parts, like because they can do it. And I don't particularly the vocals don't grab me the way I'd like them to. Um, but you know, I, 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 I will say, give I, say, I will give the earlier stuff a try. Uh, truly, uh, uh, at the drive-in and and uh, Dillinger Escape Plan are kings of. Oh, why'd you have to go and do that? That's right. Crazy. Crazy. Um, okay. It's going uh, so well. Uh, here's one. Pat, as a as a as a tra- as a spinoff of that one. Mm-hmm. Sparta. A Sparta is a hundred percent more in line with my understanding of post hardcore than at the drive-in even is. And I don't like Sparta, but it just to me it's that's like very familiar territory. 
So Sparta, for folks that don't know, it's it's when After Driving broke up, the two dudes, the star guys went and did one band, and then the other three did another band. Right. So and Sparta the, was that band. Yeah, and so and for people that don't know, the two star guys were clearly the like. Uh, the wild uh, creative energy of the band. The other dudes are the dudes that held that down. And I mean that in a good (laughs) way, right? So like you need both elements for a thing because I think both of their things that I think Sparta is unremarkable and whatever the other shit is that the two, the two brothers did is just unlistenable. They're not actually related, but yes, whatever. Mars Volta. Oh yeah. They're not related. Are they? They're not related at all. I thought that they were brothers. You're right. No, uh, no, it's it's uh, like Omar the Rodriguez two brothers, twin brothers. You know, what I mean, it's, you just get confused. They're both, they're both like the yeah, they're both just, Gemini's. Just because they have afros, Pat, that's not that's not really fair. I mean, Ooh. listen, t- two kids from the border that both have afros and were playing in the same fucking band. What do you want me? To, is it, so, they both got <laughs> the same MC Five record. That's why. That's right. Okay, you, okay, Zoomer, let's go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, really. Um, is Balance and Composure a post hardcore band? Oh, so this is getting into it. Um. I straight up Maybe. don't know. I, I, I don't, uh, like, I don't so know So music. They are. It's close. It's close. So I feel like, the, but there's a bunch of, there's a clutch of bands in that yeah. area. Sonically, yes. they fall somewhere between the run for cover sound and stuff. The, the typical, the, the typical is not right, but the run for cover sound that I associate with title fight. And then to the other side of them, tiger's jaw. Um, and then, Towards the Thursday, etc. stuff, I'd put balance composure in that space between. Mm-hmm. Um, for the purpose of this, yeah, put a balance and composure song on your playlist. Okay. Um, the uh, tore you apart. In my head is a good song. There you go. Uh, a band. We will make one for Spotify for the ones that don't have access to Saddam Five One Eight fucking hard drive. <laughs> yes, so a a band that uh, is not going to be remembered by anybody under the age of 35, but is going to make my list with uh, both records is bear versus shark, who was uh, one of those EVR kind of uh, during EVR's commercial post hardcore era. However, this was the band that couldn't sell because it was just a little bit, a little bit too artful and like a little bit, not smart, just like, there's something about it that's very genuine. I think it's like, don't be put off by Bear vs. Shark as being a terrible name. I was too. But both of the records from the EVR era are exceptional records. And I, I'm putting uh, tracks from, from wow. there. Exceptional. Really, really good. Uh, wow. So so I have no familiarity with Bear vs. Shark other than their name. And I believe they're from Michigan. That's right. And I believe one of the fellas went on to play drums with ICP. That's true too, yeah. Maybe before, um, maybe wow. honestly before Bear vs. Shark. Sure. Um, would I like this, Patrick? Uh, right on the line. Uh, I would, think. I, I think that if you uh, knew, and, and nor, I'm not saying that you make these snap judgments, but like it's just the thing everybody does. If you knew that they were just like dudes with dad bods that like probably really <laughs> fucking like quicksand, you would be like. Oh yeah, this kind of rips. If you thought that they were good-looking, like twenty-three-year-olds with swoop hair, you'd be like, "This kind of honks." You know what I mean? So, so it's like I do like Circus Survive, and I think they're all swoop hairs, um, or were. Um, yeah, yeah, they're post swoop. Um, post swoop. Uh, fuck, post swoop. Jesus Christ. Tom, would Tom like Bear vs. Shark? Hundred percent. Yes. Never heard a note. Not okay. to be dismissive, right. but I've never put heard. it on the list. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, the, the, the big black uh, the bitch magnet. No, we should keep going. Black veil bride. We're getting really confused. Yeah, t- keep going. Tom. Keep going. <laughs> you gotta roll. You gotta I, roll, I man. Fucking uh, brutal. Uh, the bled. Tom. No. Okay. The uh, metalcore. Uh, Blood Brothers. Answer yes. Sasscore. You're yeah, putting. Yeah, that's sassy, man. Yeah, I understand. It's also okay, on the list. How I'm, much I'm stuff are you putting it on? It's, it's also yeah. post-hardcore. It, like I listen. This is not making my really. List. Yeah, listen. I'm the one who has to listen to my playlist, and I wouldn't put this on for money or a gun to the side of my head. But, <laughs> but, I think it's post-hardcore. Um, really? Island burn. No, I think it's full-on sasscore. Yeah, man. It's three one G sasscore. Yeah. Well, oh. you gonna put some girls on? You gonna put plot to blow up the Eiffel Tower? What are we doing? Uh, either one of those might make it. I mean, so that is an interesting conversation. I think it's a different thing. I'm not mad at it, and I'm curious about it. Huh? Huh? Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So I don't. I'm not familiar enough with this band, but people say that there's one Go. one Boys Night Out record that uh, is like as good as any Thursday material. Like people really stand by it as in terms of that era. And then people do not stand by the rest of the material. So I, I don't know though. Um, I've never listened to a note. Uh, I have same, same and have heard the same about boys night out. I have a, I have a knee jerk to be like, yeah. Uh, ferret, ferret metalcore, but I haven't heard it. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm being prejudiced. Uh, uh, Boy sets fire. Uh, this is an interesting one because this is it, it, this is so much the unacknowledged origin point for clean vocal, scream vocal music. Correct, correct. Uh, yep. And that, it, that initial record, boy. Yep. yep. I mean, well, that's that the day the sun as out. the sun sets. Uh, yeah, that's right. No, right. no. Uh, the day, yeah, the, the day the sun went out. Yeah. Day uh, sun went, thank you. And it Come is, on. Uh, look, I don't love it. Uh, I'm glad I got close. I love it. But it is, it is definitely everybody should, everybody who's interested. And we have a lot of listeners that think that we're fucking crazy because like at least two of us have no real warmth for poison the well. You know what I mean? And and a lot, and a lot of our listeners are of that generation. And those bands mean, I'm the one. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of those bands mean a lot to some of our listeners. That's right. Uh, if you're into that style of music and think that it can be done well, then you owe it to yourself to like deep dive Boy Sets Fire. Jesus Christ. Is Boy Sets Fire – I never thought about Boy Sets Fire and Poison the Well. Poison the Well obviously much more metallic and has a lot more going on, but like I can see a through line there. Oh, um, I think I think undoubtedly. I, I, think that boy, I think that all these bands wow. that have clean vocal, otherwise scream vocal, whatever – I think they the good and bad. They both uh, they all owe Boy Sets Fire something, and 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 some un- some unknowingly owe it. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Poison the Wells, one of the biggest songs. One of the the chorus is "I remember the day the sun went out." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Boy Sets yeah. Fire record is "The Day the Sun Went Out." There you yeah. go. True. I rest my case. Thank you, <laughs> Tom. Really quick, <laughs> as the it. fan, opposite of December or the day the sun went out. Um, hmm, it's tough. I have listened to the day the sun went out in a very long time. Yeah, I'd probably go opposite of December, opposite of December, but it's close. So the day the sun went out is great. The recording's pretty bad though, but it's the cool. recording's sure. pretty bad. I, I will tell you this: in my head, I I had a warmth and fondness for the days the sun went out, but hadn't yeah. listened in so long, and I listened 
and it could just be me. I, it didn't hold up for me. Um, the songs were longer than I remember, et cetera, et cetera. But there was one or two that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the song I really liked. Um, so uh, that's an interesting one. I, for some reason, I don't file Boys That's Fire in post-hardcore because I no, always associate I, I it more with pure 90s core. Like, to yeah. me, that Boys That's Fire record that we're talking about is the zenith. Not the, It's not my personal favorite. It is not what I would call the best, but is the culmination of 90s hardcore. Thank you. So, so that's why I think it could easily be called post post hardcore by somebody yep. that is looking at this purely through a I wasn't there. That's not a disrespectful thing, but no, I, no, no, I agree. I, I wasn't there. You wasn't there. And uh, but then you'd have to put Snapcase in the same fucking category. Um, so it, and later, correct. I'd say later Snapcase way more post. Yeah, agreed. But I I still wouldn't call them post hardcore. Yeah, as well as we're hour in and we're in B. Well, listen, yeah. I'm I'm going to cut us off early, and we might have to pick this up either as a as a Patreon or we can. Yeah, this, we need to pick this up. This is a fun. This is a fun one. This was really good, Pat. I, I listen, and we can do this because there's the uh, the New York the list of New York hardcore bands on. Uh, I mean, we can do this for a lot of different genres. <laughs> so, so no, this uh, is a fun one. But let me give you a few more before we, you know, um, yeah. Is Cave I mean, we're not ending. It's only an hour. Is Cave in Jupiter a, a post-hardcore record? Yes, no question. Literally, no question. Okay, yeah. then I'm adding it to my list. Um, I would say no. Real okay. Jupiter. It's fucking Stoner Rock. Yeah, I, I so, think it's. I think it's. I think it. You want my? Uh, it is connective tissue between Quicksand Slip and uh, and Bravo Schools. It's not as melodic, but it has these guitar parts, these big riffs. Um, I mean, it gets spacey. Oh. It get yeah, that's right. It gets spacey. You're not wrong, and it does have stonery stuff. But to me, especially the first song is full on post hardcore, um, and leaning into alt. Yeah, I think it's post hardcore. All right, add it, add it to the list. Haven't revisited it in a while. Um, okay, so this has a bunch of stuff like C has stuff like Circus Survive and uh, Circle Takes the Square. I'm saying no to both. Uh, City of Caterpillar saying no to both, though I understand. Um, Cloud Nothings, that's interesting. That, oh, that's interesting. An, that's an interesting stretch, and I can kind of hear it, but like, no. Yeah, uh, I go more. That's more. Listen. Post indie big rock? I, I don't know. know what I'm saying. That's big room <laughs> indie. That's big room indie. It, it, yeah. You know what it is? It's fucking. It's, it's Tom, t-shirt. you know what we're saying when we say that, though. Yeah. I know. Just, big oh, yeah, I know. It sounds silly that. because it's like okay. we're in a world, and this is something I, I think we can listen to in, in hardcore and, and otherwise, where there are bands who are influenced by indie rock or fucking hardcore or fucking post hardcore or what AMRAP, you know, like that have gone so much bigger. But like, like it almost, Fall Out Boy is a pop punk band, but kind of somehow stretched out of that and are like this emo band but like can we call you know anyways there's all these things that end up coming after and are influenced by but extend so far into a different space that it, you you there's an incongruity to it so yeah cloud nothing is interesting but i wouldn't put them in post hardcore yeah uh nor would i put code orange though technically that's literally true again it's <sighs> it's it doesn't apply Code in, Cam- Code in Cambria, we talked on. Um, jury is out, I suppose. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> large, largely no, but but I, if someone wanted to argue vehemently, yes, I could hear it. You know. So um, converge is li- is literally true. Again, by the way, no disrespect to our gracious benefactor, sponsor for a long time, Deathwish Inc. Um, converge. This is the Wikipedia. Converge is an American hardcore punk band. All right. Um, <laughs> the uh, like. Uh, here's the thing. When you were reading that, I was like, "Where's this going to go?" Because in my head, you could have said, "Converge is an aggressive guitar band." Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Right. You know. Taking nothing away from Converge, a band that we all respect. Uh, th- there was an era where uh, it was more chic to say hardcore punk band than it was to say metalcore band, and that's sure. just what it. I mean, come on. Like you know what I mean. Um, and I think Converge is without question, perhaps the, like, perhaps the gold standard. F- if they are a metalcore band, they might be the gold standard of that genre. So, like, I, oh I, yeah, they're one I, of the. They're the. Um, you pull Converge out like you pull out the fancy credit card, that heavy one that's like all metal. They're a platinum yeah, card. It's the black. And it Amex. makes the sound. You, yeah, you drop that. Yeah, Converge is the black Amex of of metalcore. So I'm taking nothing away, but I. Uh, uh, you you know, can go ahead and update the wiki. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Converge, so, the American black Amex of metalcore. So Tom and I agree that uh, cursive is uh, technically under the umbrella of post hardcore. What say you? Especially the earlier stuff. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, I do. I agree. Um, I don't hear them that way. I don't think of them that way. But in reality, if like you probably, if you asked Tim Casher, he'd be like, "Yeah, quicksand is like my favorite." Yeah, yeah. I would, I would slot it. You know what? Do you guys remember those? I believe they were CD only. The emo diary compilations. Oh yeah. Yes. I I would file them in that world. You know, but okay. Yeah, I'm not mad about that, especially in the way we look back at the breadth and depth of post hardcore. Yeah, Kirsten's earlier stuff fits there. So uh, stuff like uh, so stuff like Dance Gavin Dance, uh, I literally don't know enough about this type of stuff. Like, I don't know if these people have an interest in hardcore at all. Uh, if this is filtered through this, so this band started in 2005. That's a now long time ago. Uh, I don't know what this band's influences were. It, that's an interesting era to be a heavy band if you're not connected to hardcore. And I, I just, I couldn't say. Um, dismemberment plan. I'm saying no. Not familiar. Is Tom, is, did Tom get disconnected? Because I think, Tom, are you not a, a dismemberment plan band? I'm not a fan. Really? Okay, so they have one. I don't know enough. I can't say I'm not a fan. I just don't know enough. Uh, whatever the one record is, is really fucking good. I forget what it's called, but it's, it's, it's really good. Um, maybe emergency and I, yeah. Um, it's a good record. I, I wouldn't call it post hardcore. Um, mm. let's see. Um, drive like Jehu. Oh, <sighs> uh, um, well, I mean, I, mean, I could say the, one of I the mean, early ones. Yeah. They're a little more. <laughs> so there's a rocking element to drive like Jehu. Yes. That I don't right. always associate. Yeah, I don't always associate with post hardcore. But at the same time, I'm not like I'm, I don't. There's no reason not to. Um, I, I, I here's what I would say: If Fugazi makes my list, so can Travel like Jehu. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so n- not the exact sound that I'm looking for. Nor do I think they would necessarily see themselves in the same light. Uh, but you know, the the the, the thread, I'll allow it. 
And well, and, and and to me, the idea of having that included in the playlist is how does how well does this pair in this playlist as you're yes. listening? Like, yeah, that, that's, that, that's the fun part. Uh, so, uh, Drug Church made the list here. Okay, yeah. I promise you, I didn't. Um, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you guys fit in this. Yeah. yeah, you guys are on my list. Oh, very nice. Um, when I went, there, I came together and put together a list because I thought that's what we were going to do and not just rework. Oh, yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, no, we just like to rework. Uh, <laughs> what about stuff like Egg Hunt? No. Interesting. The, the Egg Hunt 7 inch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, uh, but I mean, that's going back to the 80s. Um, I know. And, maybe and, more melodic hardcore, like DC hardcore of the time, because I'm not calling Rights of Spring or Embrace post hardcore. So this list does, and I yeah and, no, and I can see it. It's just of course, not lang- just not the language I would use. Uh, yeah, Tom, and I think if you're extending that breadth and depth, you got to be careful because then I think you also have to conclude. There's a lot to include at that point. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Tom, engine down, yes or no? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I uh, think if 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 convert if cursive makes it, I think engine down. Makes yeah, you might. All right. Um, okay. I'm yes, everyone to- dies in Utah does make it. I'm going to go to F. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, I, I I'm, like, kidding, I don't know. I'm glad you're looking at the list at the same time. Uh, far, we're saying yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Even, even though their Wikipedia calls them a rock band, and that would also work. Um, yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, stuff like Fear Before, you guys are saying uh, that is uh, more on the SAS end of things. You mean Fear Before the March of Flames, right? Yeah, apparently they changed their name to Fear Before. I don't know. Just uh, Fear Before. Interesting. Okay. Um, I thought you were using like EVR Warehouse shorthand on us. Yeah, um, like I, I mean, yeah, that's what we wrote on the T-shirt box. What about Ben's band? You know, Fear Before, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hitting us with this. Um, not familiar. Honestly, not familiar enough because uh, what's the what, of those bands like like Chiodos? I heard Chiodos and. Definitely not my thing. Don't no, like it at ass. all. It's butthole. And then stuff like <laughs> the EVR stuff from that era that I did like was few and far between. So it was like oh, I kind of like the cir- the Circus Survive record, okay, but it's not. That's not my normal wheelhouse, you know. Um, I didn't like Coheed. I, so so a lot of that stuff either missed me or I haven't heard it in literally twenty years. So I can't speak to Fear before them. Okay. Uh, same with Fall Troy. I don't. Uh, I've listened to Fear before oh. in, in the last ten years uh, because somebody suggested one of the like maybe the Always Open Mouth said it was better than not, and like someone like me would be inclined to give it credit. Uh, I don't remember. It made no impact on me. But Fall you know, of Troy, Fall of Troy to me was a lot more spastic. So here's a here's a good clarifier to us. And this is this is the weird bullshit games you do when you play genre uh, deciphering. Tom. Is post-hardcore spastic to you? No. Tom, then you got to be careful because uh, Glassjaw does Scatman vocals at one point. <laughs> Glassjaw is a real – Glassjaw is a, a bender in this. You're not wrong about it. They're, they're, there's some red – But they're so squarely here. in the, the quicksand part, fucking you – know? Yes, yep. 100%. Uh, I mean, fucking right. HR does some fucking scat. Yeah, sure that's, does. Okay, fair point. Uh, I can't wait for the Zingadong Bone uh, playlist that we're going to do. Um, but by the, the way, uh, both the Drug Church and Fiddlehead uh, Wikipedia's describe uh, both as post-hardcore. Um, yeah, I, I would. I would agree. Uh, yeah, Fiddlehead Fiddlehead described as a post-hardcore supergroup. 
Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basement and half heart. Uh, okay. Pretty big. So, uh, Frodus, uh, that's an interesting one. I would say Screamo until the last record. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar uh, with, uh, and they wash their weapons in the sea. Uh-huh. Definitely worth checking out. The earlier stuff would, okay. would be irritating to you guys. Um, yeah. But that that record, uh, you both could find parts of it to like. When did that record come out? Uh, I think that came out in 2002. Okay, because I'm pretty sure I saw Frodus in like 98 or 99 and was not interested. But that was uh, more than most people's lifetimes ago now. Yeah. So. Um, and I also conf- confused them with this band, I believe, from New Jersey, Flattis, who were really bad. So, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, and we watched Weapons of the Sea with 2001. I okay. know nothing. Um, okay, so Fugazi. Give us, give us one more. Give us one more, and then we'll, we'll go to a part two. Okay. Um, oh, this one might not be controversial at all, because I think we're all going to go to the same place on this. Grade. Okay. I would say no. I would say no. I would say that it, if Boyd says fire doesn't make the cut, grade don't make the cut. Yeah, that's, great that's logic. Great logic. That's yep. my thought. Um, and I think their latest stuff gets in that hot water music kind of. Yeah, which but we got to talk about yeah. hot water music. We got to talk about hot. Let's is, tease that. Tease that. Okay. Ooh, All right. I have, there's so much to say about that. All right. Uh, Go to the live show. We'll see you there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk post hardcore. 